I'm at an event outside, a festival, a party, with family and friends, and I notice that some people are flying. Not, not in a plane, like flying themselves like birds. I feel jealous and in awe, and I say, I want to fly too. Today we're talking about dreams. Dreaming is my superpower. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I'm your host, Dr. Liz, a licensed psychologist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. This podcast is about the power of connection and a proactive approach to mental health and overall wellness. It's about finding and owning your power right now and using it for good by nurturing the connection of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Empowered by Design podcast delivers psychological concepts and practical strategies with a real life approach designed to empower health and wellness, optimal performance, authentic connection with yourself and others, and purposeful, joyful living. Be well, live empowered, dream design deliver. I'm outside at a festival on a bright sunny day with family and friends enjoying the bright warm sun shining down from above the beautiful green hills that roll into a clear and rushing river, the music and sounds of laughter resonating from those strolling about. As I take in the scene, I begin to notice that some people are flying, not in a plane, but like birds, they are flying overhead. I feel curious, envious, in awe, and I say, hey, I want to fly too. A woman some distance in front of me encourages me to try. Go ahead. Maybe you can fly too. And so with some fear, but a lot of excitement, I start to run down a grassy bank that levels off briefly, revealing a big boulder on the ledge overlooking the beautiful sparkling river. I am running full speed down the bank towards the river, straight at the boulder, and I begin to flap my arms. With excitement, I hold my arms out like airplane wings and continue to wave them up and down. And I take off, flying. I'm flying, and I love it. The wind on my face is exhilarating. I'm looking down at the ground. The people on the ground are eating, dancing, laughing, playing games. The river is roaring, and I'm flying high above. I join the other flyers, sometimes flying side by side with those already in the air. At other times, I fly alone. I play around with my flying ability, touching down to the ground and going back up again. I can do this. I encourage others to try. Come fly with me. This is so much fun. Hello dreamers. Hello designers. I'm Dr. Liz and welcome to 
podcast episode 18 of the Empowered by Design podcast. I am so excited to be here with you again today, as I am every single time. Today, I'm excited to be talking about dreaming. Um, Dreaming for me is one of my most favorite things in all the world to do (laughs) and to talk about. And I'm going to share with you today a little, just kind of the way that I talk about dreams and how I process, explore my own dreams and how I help other people do the same. And I loosely base my process of dreaming, um, processing the dreams, talking about the dreams on a method that I learned in grad school called the Hill Method, Clara Hill, Dr. Clara Hill developed it. I'll put, I'll put the reference in the show notes for you. But basically, the Hill Method encourages you to talk about your dream. Say your dream as if it's happening, talking about it in the present tense, and just tell the dream with as much detail as you can remember, right? So I know sometimes we have dreams that we can remember bits and pieces, or this doesn't make sense, but just saying it out loud, saying the dream as if it's happening in your mind right now, you're, you're, you're going through your dream. Sometimes I have to close my eyes to really see it and picture it as if I'm in it and it's happening right now. And after you, you say it out loud, or if you're writing it out, writing it out. So for me, when I have a a very vivid dream or when I have a dream when I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's an important dream. <laughs> I get out of bed. Um, sometimes, sometimes I've, I've tried really hard to just like reach over to my dream journal, grab my dream journal, get my phone as a flashlight and stay tucked under the covers. But I don't like to disturb my sleeping partner. Um, he's just a bear. So I sometimes, if it's a big dream, I get out of my bed. I climb out of my bed with my blanket and I go into my closet and write the dream down. So when I'm writing it in my dream journal or I'm saying it out loud, I'm saying it in the present tense, writing it in the present tense as if it's happening right now. And after the dream, I get it all out. Um, Then I go back and pull out some key images, images, things that stand out in the dream. So images can be an actual image. Um, So when I'm thinking about this dream, I'll use this dream as an example. So in this dream, I have the festival outside, laughter and seeing people, jealousy, envy, awe, so those emotions that desire to fly. The woman who encourages me to try. The boulder in the path. The river beyond the boulder. Flying. Flying alone. Flying with others. Touching down going back up, and encouraging others to fly. Those are some of the associations, or actually, those are some of the images that I pull out. 
And I, I will say them out loud, just kind of going back through or, and, or write them down, depending on what I'm doing. Usually I'm writing. <laughs> so I'll just jot, jot a list of the images and the, the images that I pull out of the dream. So again, images can be actual people, places, things within the dream and different aspects. So emotions or thoughts during the dream. And really just not, oh, I see a bird right outside my window. What are, oh my goodness, it's a cardinal right in the middle of my podcast. I, I'm stopping. This is how my brain works. I, and it's just peeking at me. Hey, little bird, who are you? Who are you today? Oh, oh there it goes. There it goes. Okay, back to the dream. Um, I do wonder who that is, though. What little spirit came? So pulling out the images, they can be thoughts, emotions, and not trying to make meaning of them right away, just getting a list of the, the main things that pop out of, in my mind, in my, in my experience. And then I go through the associations. So, um, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds pretty linear, but this is how I write it in my journal. And um, as I'm then going through the associations, I, I through the images, <laughs> I keep saying associations when I mean images. When I'm going through the images, the things I pulled out of the dream, the things that stand out, then I start to make associations. So I will be thinking like, what could this mean? What is happening right now in my life? What has happened before in my life to make this image, this thing, aspect of my dream? <laughs> what is it? What's it doing here? What is it? What is it here for? And so um, sometimes I just really just start with kind of where I am in my life. So when I had this dream, this dream, I'm going to look at when, what date this was. This was June of 2015 that I had this dream. June 3rd. No, actually June, June 1st, June 1st. And I wrote in my, in my journal, I woke up very happy. <laughs> I had this dream Monday, June 1st, and I woke up very happy. So in 2015, June, um, this is, I'm just going to read to you what I wrote to put it in context. The past few months I've been researching and taking steps towards starting private practice work on the side. It's scary, but exciting and bumps are sometimes discouraging. I have a good job. So it's my, it's really my desire driving me, not necessity. So my desire for opening the new chapter for getting back into doing therapy. So at that point in my life, I was working in correctional psychology and um, the context of, of doing work in a correctional facility, it, it, you know, it's not the time to be doing therapy work where you are um, digging deep into the soul, into the past experiences. You're not bringing up trauma. I remember in my training, in, in my, um, my residency, 
my year of, of, of residency, my supervisor said, we don't, we don't open Pandora's box <laughs> in this work. We don't. It's not the time. It's not the place. And I was so, it was such a different kind of context for me because I, that, I was like, wait, that's what I do. I look for Pandora's box. I need to pry that thing open. Um, that is just one of the the things that I love to do in my therapy work is to help people really dig deep and get to the bottom of the soul of the experiences. And, um, that can be really painful, really amazing, really life changing. And, and there's timing, there's the timing aspect. So this, uh, this is just in a bit of an aside, but, um, but it's appropriate to really to think about context and timing of when we are doing the kind of work we do, whether, you know, it's therapy or change or really exploring the depths of the soul, the depths of experience. And when thing, when you are in crisis or when you're in a state where you're just really trying to survive, which is a a lot of the context when you are incarcerated. Um, At least where I was, it was working in county facilities. So, um, you know, people coming in for short periods of time for the most part. Anyway, (laughs) I'm getting off track. I really want to talk about dreams. So anyway, basically, that's where I was at this point in my life. And Um, I've learned so much in that context and so grateful for it and really recognizing that I was yearning to do that really deep therapy work where people are um, able, it's, you know, have the time, have the support, have the people around them in their lives uh, in a, in a, sense of stability to be able to do some of the deep therapy work that can be very um, unsettling, it can be very emotionally draining, um, and then on the um, at the end of the work or as you're going through the work, it is extremely, extremely rewarding. Um, so we, we push things down and we keep, thing, keep things that are uncomfortable pretty deep sometimes in order to get through life, to move through when we don't have the capacity, the time, the energy to pull up some of the emotionally painful life experiences or thoughts, emotions. And I love that kind of work. <laughs> I love that kind of work. So I was really yearning for that at this time in my life. And so really focusing on how to go about starting my own private practice. And um, so now I'm back to my journal and the the next association that I had was that I signed up for a mentor through um, the American Psychological Association, Division 42 for Independent Practitioners. And I connected with her and she was so helpful. She was so motivating and encouraging. Um, And... So I I was trying to make associations to the woman in the dream. And at that point in my life, she was there. Also, I made an association to a couple of other 
um, professional mentors. So one of my professors, actually two of my professors, and one who was so encouraging for me. Um, she was on my dissertation committee. And I remember when I asked her to write me a letter of recommendation, she wrote me, she enclosed a little note that said, I can't wait for you to, and I can't wait for you to be accepted into the program. That was when I was applying for the doctorate program. So professionally, that woman, um, there were a few associations for that woman who encouraged me, come on, maybe you can do it. And it's interesting as I think about it now, which is so much the fun part about dreams, is that as you look back at them, you the association piece is so much fun to think about. Um, all the women in my life, <laughs> makes me emotional, Whew. the women in my life who encourage me and <laughs> my mom, she, like I've said before, if you've listened to any of these episodes, my mom is very motivating and her motivation technique is like, come on, what are you, chicken? And she, she'll say that, but she's very, oh, she's very encouraging, loving, and my, I would say my biggest supporter, <laughs> for sure. Um, and then my Aunt Mary, who is my dad's sister, is very, also one of my my earliest, I would say, role models. So she lived with us for a little bit when I was really, really young and before she had children. And she was in college or, yeah, yeah, because I went and stayed with her um, for a weekend when she was in college and I was just a little thing. Um, And then I also, in this, in my journal, let me keep reading, um, the dream was all very positive. Family and friends were there, playing, swimming, socializing. This desire to fly is very typical of me. I love adventure. Sometimes the idea is more fun than actually I'm banging. Um, sometimes the idea is more fun than actually taking steps toward it. The boulder to me represents. And as I turn the page in my journal, there's these scribble marks um, because my kids were little when I, 2015, yeah, they were like five and seven, um, but, oh, and I wrote in it, the kids got my journal a while ago and drew, so there's like these scribble marks on my journal. So the boulder represents some of the stumbling blocks, real and imagined, and I just went right over top of it. I saw it, ran up to it, and started flying. Took off before I reached the rock. I'm thinking that the woman is there, maybe my mentor, although I've only known her for a short time. But we have also been celebrating Kathy's retirement. So that's my mother-in-law. Um, her party was just a couple days ago. And we're, we are going to a retirement dinner in a few days. And I think that's also a possibility, the image of encouragement and new beginnings. <laughs> wow, interesting. Okay, go back to the association. So, um, and then also around this time, my sister-in-law had her had a baby girl two weeks before the stream. So another 
new beginning, excitement, family, just so much joy and excitement was around this time in in my life. And I just love the dream, love this dream. Um, And back to the journal, Um, my thoughts and my dream made me recall a quote that I saw on Pinterest. The quote is, what if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? By Aaron Hansen, which again, if you're listening, if you're back listening, you've heard that, you've heard me say that quote before. It's one of my absolute favorite quotes. I have it framed in my office because life can be really scary and change can be really scary and exciting, right? So we we see this boulder and we think, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And, and we can either stop trying because the boulder looks too overwhelming or we can go for it. We can run down that bank, flap our arms and begin to fly. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it so much. And so for me, even just thinking, so that was the end of what I wrote in, in the journal there, but I have talked about this dream since, and I, I have used it in a presentation that I have given a few times to, to grad students who are wanting to learn about private practice and, and making the leap from you know, school into private practice or deciding where they want to go. And so I have used this dream to just kind of share my own experience in change and shifting and listening to your heart and listening to your soul and tuning into your spirit. But for me, um, the dream is so fun to think about and flying sometimes by myself which I love to do. I love to be by myself sometimes and just do my own thing. And there's times that I love, love, love flying with other people. I crave connection and love connection. And I think about how important it is in my life um, to surround myself with the people who are amazing and loving and love me and that I love um, this week, this week, this past week, I really was reflecting on the podcast and realizing, you know, I came to the end of last episode was episode 17 was the end of the series designing and delivering the life of your dreams, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. So that was last episode was nurturing the spirit and i i w- will be honest i was a little bit like in a I, I guess i would say call it a low vibe emotional place in that dream even thinking about the, the in that dream right because i did talk about my pop up dream in that in that episode and when i listened back to the podcast really re- recognizing that it was a podcast that went to a deep emotional place in a, when I say low vibe emotion, um, even talk, even listening to the podcast, like my voice is low and it's slow. And, 
um, and intense. There was an intense piece of it. And sometimes we're in that space. And I was in that space. Just I, I even said in the podcast, I had a heavy heart. So really just going with it um, was what I was doing. And I, I was trying to make sense of it, but I was reflecting on it and talking with my one of my very, very best and my oldest friend, <laughs> my treasure friend, I'm calling her, um, because she's a treasure, like a treasure, treasure chest. Um, and I was so looking forward to seeing her because <laughs> she makes me laugh, which I needed. <laughs> so um, I was in a space of just like, wow, kind of deep emotional something. Um, sometimes I call it like an emotional funk or just kind of, I would say down at the bottom, like a, a lower vibe emotion, a lower vibe emotional state. And um, <laughs> I was telling her about it and she is the kind of friend who tells me like it is. <laughs> she listens to the podcast, which I'm so, so thankful for because she'll give me straight feedback like, um, you're kind of rambling. You know, some of these are getting a little long. <laughs> so I think it was the Nurture the Heart episode that tipped right over the hour mark. And I said, I know, I just couldn't cut. I was trying to cut it down because really it was probably a lot longer than that before I edited it. And she's like, yeah, I just think, yeah, just make, make them a little shorter. <laughs> so I've been trying, but that's what I need. That's why I ask for, for feedback and I ask for, um, you know, honest feedback. But she said, I didn't, I didn't listen to this week's yet. So don't tell me about it. And I was like, oh, I really needed to talk about it, um, with her, with someone to give me feedback. And she's my, she's the one that I love to listen to and, so as we were chatting, she started to reminisce <laughs> about our life. So when I say she's my oldest friend, she, her mom and my mom were best, best, best friends. They were pregnant together with us at the same time, and we were default best friends. And I just, it is my treasured moments to sit with her and talk about life and just what's going on now and we go back and forth and we go up and down and I think that that is kind of one of the pieces that's so important when we think about relationships with ourselves with others is that we do have a range of emotions and sometimes those emotions are low low vibe emotions the energy is low we think of you know when we're when we're sad when we're sad and discouraged and we're kind of in that space that feels heavy and sometimes we don't like to go there and so we try to stay higher in a higher space of distraction or busyness and chit chat and small talk and and then we can even think of the the higher vibe emotions like joy and excitement and thrill and exhilaration and my dream, right? There was a lot of that joy and excitement and possibility and I needed to I need we I needed it to balance. I needed some balance and when I was with her, my treasure friend, she brought me 
laughter, laugh upon laugh, things I forgot about that when we were younger and she just kept telling story after story and, um, and it was great. It was wonderful. And when I think about that, I think about that in my life, my work, my therapy work, my relationships, even just friendships is that I enjoy very much the range of emotions. I enjoy going to the deep places, right? You heard me say, um, one of the things I was yearning for around this time was to be able to do therapy in a therapy way, the kind that I love where, where we're digging deep for things. And I like to do that in my friendships, my relationships with with family and friends as well. I love to sit and really be able to talk about things that are meaningful, even if they're uncomfortable, even if they bring tears. And we need to then balance it, right? So we need to pull it back up to sometimes to laughter and and dis, distraction sometimes to be able to say, yep, we went to the deeps. <laughs> we came close to... We came to with intensity and vulnerability and emotion and connection and and then we want balance, right? So we come we however we achieve balance, for me, it's for me and for a lot of people, it's that being able to surround yourself with different kinds of people, people who can laugh, people who can cry. And it's lovely when you can get it when you can get that package in, in one person, like my treasure friend, because we will literally laugh one moment and be crying with sadness or nostalgia the next. And it's, it's really special. So, okay. I'm, and she also tells me that I sometimes ramble and I'm going to bring myself back to the dreaming part of it. So I can share my dreams with her. I can share my dreams, sharing my dreams here. And I love to share them. Um, I love to share them, especially this one. This is a fun one. And I would say when I go through my dream journal, there's a lot of dreams that are more (laughs) like, what the heck is going on in my brain? But um, this one was a fun one. And I knew that I needed, for this podcast, we needed to come back up because we, we were, last episode, we were down in the, in the intensely kind of vulnerable place where we're talking about grief and some sadness and meaning and spirit, which spirit can be, can be all of these things, right? So what is exactly what I'm talking about is that what we carry with us in our spirit is a range, a range of emotions, a range of thoughts, a range of experiences, and the complexity that we have at our disposal, that we have at our experience, that, our, that we have is so beautiful, so lovely. And it's okay to feel like, Ugh, I need, I need to get out of this right now, but it's, 
if we're always staying at one place or the other, that's when it becomes, it can become unhealthy, right? If we're always in the distraction, busyness, laughter, humor, joke, 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 and not really taking the time to consider the other parts, sometimes that are are serious or heavy and maybe don't feel so good. And then again, on the, on the other side of that is we can get stuck in the mire, in the wallowing, in the, the sludge and the yuckiness, the despair. And so balance, we need to We need to reflect and decide and learn what pulls me into or allows me to come back to balance. Friendships, relationships, flying with others (laughs) sometimes is exactly what we need to do. Finding your treasure friend, finding that connection that allows you to be you and can say, (laughs) you're rambling or I need space or I don't really want to talk right now. I just need to sit with you next to you, but I kind of just need silence. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun to have to have those kind of relationships and to be able to fly by yourself sometimes as well. So the dream, the dream process is fun. It's a fun one and I wanted to share this with you today and I will be sharing I we're dreamers, right? We're together on this journey of life. And we're dreamers, we're designers, we deliver the life and the love that we want, that we desire, that we dream about. So dreams happen when we're sleeping and dreams happen when we allow ourselves to envision that which we most desire. So when we're awake, we can dream, we can daydream. When you're driving, when you're sitting, when you're floating in the pool or swimming or walking, you can be dreaming. What do you want? What do you desire? What do you yearn for? Dreaming is my superpower. I'm calling it my superpower for a couple of reasons. (laughs) The first reason is that I I have had some dreams that have really connected me with other people in ways that are unexplainable to me until I share the dream. So I will have I have had dreams that make no sense to me about people in my life personally, professionally and until I share the dream and talk about the dream with the person who is in the dream or who's in association of the dream, I have been 
simply amazed, simply astounded by what happens in the process of sharing, talking about, exploring, making meaning of the dream. There have been times um, that I knew something was up, (laughs) something was going on, and I didn't know what it was, and it came, it came, the meaning was, became evident to me in the dream, sharing the dream. So when we think about dreams, and I'm, I'm talking now about dreams that we have at night, is that there's different levels of meaning in dreams. So that we have the surface level where, you know, you dream, you dream about something that happened the day before, right? Or you watched a movie and the character shows up in your dream or the theme of something that you watched shows up in your dream. And, and then we can get deeper, right? And really thinking about, uh, making sense of making meaning of the dream. And that tends to pull in more than just the mind, more than just the thinking part of our brains and our experience, but it brings in the heart. We, we think about the emotions and the experiences and it brings in the spirit and the connections that we have energetically with people who are here with us right now, people who are far away, whether that's far away in time, far away in geography, far away in space, and sometimes in a different realm because they have passed away. And, oh, it's just so exciting. It's so exciting and fun to be able to process those dreams. And so for me, I am calling this one of my superpowers because um, I've had these experiences that become meaningful become evident upon sharing, discussing, and talking about the dreams. And there's still some dreams that I have had that I am not sure of the meaning. And even in in my journal there, I had, there was a sentence that says, I'm not quite sure the significance of that image, but maybe the association will become known to me in the future. <laughs> so even even when I write them down, I know, you know what, right now I don't know what this means. I'm not sure what this means, but I'm I'm trusting that it will come to me in some way as I share it with different people, and it does. It has. <laughs> um for me, I trust and I love 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 my dreams, and so that's why I call dreaming a superpower. And it can be one of yours. It can be one of yours. So I invite you to to flap your wings. Flap your wings today and see where it takes you. See where it takes you. Get in touch with your soul. Get in touch with your spirit, your heart, and your body and your mind. And talk about your dreams. Talk about your dreams today. Dreams while we're sleeping, dreams while we're awake. We love them, we cherish them, we can learn from them. And so I'm excited to share this one with you today. 
my come fly with me dream. <laughs> and we'll be talking more dreams. We will be talking more dreams. I'd love to hear yours. You can DM me at Dr. Liz on Instagram. Share a dream with me. I'd love to hear it. I'd love, love, love to hear your dreams. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it. Share it with a friend. Share it with your treasure friend. Share it with your family. Talk about your dreams. Talk about them. Think about them. Write about them. It's so fun to look back, even when you have a dream from six years ago. Six years ago, I had that dream. And I love it so much. I love thinking about it. I love talking about it. Dreams when you're sleeping. Dreams when you're awake. Talk about your dreams. Talk about your dreams today. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I am so glad to have you here. And... I'm racking my brain to think if I missed anything because this one is just one that came from the heart again, from from the depths. And I thank you for tuning in. I thank you if you're here for the first time. I thank you if you're returning. And thank you for sticking around with me through the ups and the downs. That's what it's all about sticking together, sticking together. So have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. And I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting and remember, Trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.